We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is June 30th, 2022. Jonathan Osborne here, as always, joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Luke, free agency is about to be upon us. What is going on? Free agency, Summer League is a week out from the day you guys are listening to this. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's always a weird like high that you get, right? Like you, you We've gone through this crazy month, and then we get done with Summer League, and it's just going to be nothing. It's going to feel like nothing. Uh, and, and that's going to be a real low, I think, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the, the hectic times that we've had this last month, the rest that's for the week ahead, you know, next couple of weeks really with summer league extending past there. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to, to the next couple of weeks here. I feel like we got a little taste of like that down period after summer league this week. Cause it was like, you know, since mm-hmm. the draft, there's been very little magic news until today. We got like the summer league roster, we got some, you know, Mo Bamba news. There's some other free agency rumblings, which we'll get to in a bit. But earlier this week, I was just like, man, this is taking seemingly forever to get to Summer League. And Summer League is going to be a really exciting, like, 11 days. And then we really get into, like, the dead part of the summer where you and I are like, Pro, do we have mm-hmm. to record a podcast today? <laughs> because it just becomes this, like, two-month stretch of yeah. nothing to talk about, having to make things up. So Mm -hmm. hopefully, you know, it'll be a little bit better, you know, kind of this offseason. We'll have still a bunch to talk about after Summer League. You know, there's talk that like Franz and Moritz Wagner might play for like Germany this summer. So that'll kind of give us at least a little bit of uh, stuff to see how those guys are looking. But yeah, um, just, you know, a few more days really. And then we'll basically almost be in Summer League. So that is pretty exciting. Um, if you guys don't already, I mean, since the, the draft, you know, we've had an influx of followers on Twitter and Instagram and, you know, new subscribers on YouTube, but still upwards of 50% of our YouTube viewers are not subscribed to us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So Go if you're watching this on sub. YouTube, 
just give us a little sub, a little subscribe, maybe even a little notification bell. So you get an mm -hmm. email whenever we post a new video, which is every Monday and Thursday. And if there's an emergency, then we post a, a episode as soon as we can. But it just really helps out the pod a lot. And if you like what we do, it just makes it a little bit easier. You know, YouTube's like, hey, we know that you like these guys. You know, here's some some content that they put out. So that would really be appreciated. Always appreciated. And speaking of YouTube, the Magic released their new episode of All Access, which if you guys have never seen All Access, first of all, like, what are you even doing? But the Magic, they post a All Access episode like once a month or once every few weeks and it's like a behind the scenes look at the the team and you know the front office and everything like that and of course this one was just all about the day of the draft you know there's a lot of a lot of paolo in that like one-on-one -on -one with paolo mm -hmm. so it was like okay how did they make this happen without making it incredibly obvious that he was going to be the number one pick but what did you think of the new episode of all access well, I would think that maybe they just took footage from like freelancers or people that worked with like whatever. I I just don't know how that works. Or do they send multiple magic people? I just, that the video department in Orlando is like decent, but like as in terms of size, but it's not like they they don't have like an army. So I I know you know. So I'm not sure how they do that. Maybe maybe we can get the inside scoop on how that was shot, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a whole lot of Palo, obviously, and then some cool cameo from uh, yours truly, being Jonathan, and uh, with a little six-man show tag there on the lower third, so that's always cool to see. Never will get old. Yeah, you know, I was there. But uh, yeah, I yeah, they know, had I they was, used. I, I don't know if it was the used, lighting. I don't know what was going on there, but uh, I just you didn't like, like I just appearance. got done crying. Yeah, I don't mm. want people like, oh my god, this guy was so mad that we didn't take Jabari that people he's crying after of, the Paolo pick. People accuse you of crying all the time when it comes to the Magic, so whether it's well, true or joy or... Well, that, it's, and then it's like, especially Marquee, like Magic Marquee, shout out my guy, he always comments on like my post-game <laughs> stuff. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's lighting or whatever, but because like, if you wear contacts, you know, especially if you've worn them for a long time, they just make your eyes look super glossy and shiny, so it either looks like you done just got smoking the loudest pack of reefer that's ever existed which i Stay off just don't weed. partake in yeah mm -hmm. or it looks like you got done just you know crying your eyes out and it's just like no my 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 contacts just make my eyeballs <laughs> look like that i i can't help it they always just look super shiny it's literally a piece of plastic over my pupils to help me see better mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it just yeah. you know it reflects light weirdly but you know you were crying uh, you know, tears of joy because you Paolo is going to take us to the promised land. Hey, I commented on Paolo's most recent Instagram post, like Orlando mm -hmm. winning at all. Of course, not meaning this year. First of all, Paolo pinned it. So shout out Paolo. Mm -hmm. But just so many haters like, bro, what are you talking about? You're an idiot. Like, be <laughs> realistic. And I'm commenting back like, not this year. Obviously, I, we know that. But like, eventually, he is taking us to the promised land. Sooner than they may think. All right. Don't be exactly. disrespectful. Hey, did you see the clip of him at the draft where he was asked, would you rather win 10 All-Stars mm -hmm. and no rings or two mm -hmm. rings and no All-Stars? And he said, I would rather have 10 All-Stars. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'd rather have 10 All-Stars. What did you take from that? Because we haven't really talked about that. Uh, that is that is the transparency that I'm sure the Magic front office loves in terms of when they're in the interview process, personality tests, all those sort of things. He's just an honest guy. And I got to tell you, that's not as easy of an answer as all these people. You're used to hearing all the cookie cutter answers, okay? 
and Paolo gave you guys the truth for once when all these other guys have been lying to you. You think that these guys who are ultra, like in terms of like, just they got a little bit ego to them. Don't lie. We all do. They want to be the best. They want to be recognized. They don't want to be a, they might not want to be a bench warmer on, you know, a two ring team, right? Shouldn't street clothes at the end of the bench. Like there's no parent. Nobody gave him guidelines for what that meant to have that two rings and zero all-star appearances. It could mean he was a scrub. So I appreciated it. I appreciated the, the 10 all-stars. I like that confidence. That's what I took from it, though. I took it as he just wants to individually be a great player, and he would rather be a really great player in the league and never win a ring than to end mm-hmm. up just being like a role player and getting lucky and getting a couple of championships. And right. I, I appreciate the honesty. Like, right. on, like for now, real. It's, it, it would be different if they were like, would you rather win two championships and be like, never make the all-star team but be almost there? Or would you rather 10 all-stars? I'm sure he would. that would be a different answer. But there was just no guidelines, so I don't. I don't mind it at all. I think that it I was think just even a, with the a, guidelines, we're getting the same answer out of him, and I appreciate you think that. So? Yeah, I think I, that's so. fine. I don't care. And you and I have been like diving deep into like Paolo interviews and stuff. Like not just mm-hmm. like the highlights, which are fun, but like if you want to learn more about the person, like there's a couple of slam uh, videos with him that are really good. Uh, there's like this uh, like devilish thing that like duke basketball did where they basically gave him a camera for a week and just had him walk around like duke Mm -hmm. like in the dorms and in the practice facility and all that kind of stuff and then there was i don't know who did it i feel like it's probably like a group of you know kids in the seattle area that did this like the band carol way like a Mm -hmm. mini documentary around him and it's just really interesting to see paolo the person The, the my biggest takeaway from that was he is supremely confident without coming off as cocky Mm. and arrogant you know like he just has he's like he knows what he brings to the table he's Mm -hmm. incredibly confident in himself but doesn't come off like let's like sounding like a douche let's just call it what it is it's really easy to come off that way when you're that confident and to me he didn't he comes off as humble but he he knows what he's capable of and i i appreciate that that's what this team needs like that is an alpha that is what this yeah. team needs. And, and and let's be clear, like there there's different like levels to being arrogant, I think, and, and confident and all those things, right? There one thing my cousin, shout out Elijah, one thing my cousin once told me because I told him I didn't like somebody, and he was like, Why don't you like him? I was like, because they're just arrogant. And he was like, dude, every player in the NBA has some ounce of arrogant to them in any league professionally. It just seems that way. And, and I, ever since then, I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, they're the best in the world. They can be a little arrogant. They've been the best their whole life. So I, I don't mind it either. And, and, and it's kind of the same thing with, like, 10 all-stars. Like, that can come across maybe the wrong way and maybe a little douchey. But at the same time, I don't care. Like, if you're good and you can back it up, I don't care what you say. To me, I don't think there's ever an excuse to be arrogant. But I think to be that good at anything, it is almost a requirement. Like you yeah. do have to have some level of ego to you to say, you know what, like I'm going to put myself above all this other stuff and I'm just going to work on this because I want to be the best in the world. I'm not saying like that, that's right or wrong, but like, you know, you don't want to be a jerk to people. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just say that. But no, I think we're saying the same thing about Paolo here and it's why the magic drafted him. The magic have needed a guy like that for a long time, really since Dwight left. Like you need mm-hmm. a guy that knows he's the best player on the floor um, that's what basketball comes down to most of the right. time. Right, and it's, it's not just a, like and it's confidence not, and and the the, the yeah. drive to go out there and do whatever you want on the floor. 
Right. And and it's not a knock and we'll get into our, our patron, you know, top tier shout outs here in a second, but it's not a knock to, to Markel Fultz or Franz Wagner. But but Paolo just has the like, I know, like you just said, like, I know how good I am. And I have no doubt that he's going to be aggressive in that. And, and he's never we're never going to be saying about Paolo, man, I wish Paolo just knew how good he was. He knows how good he is. He's been the best yeah. at every level, and he's had that confidence. Um, that's that story that you uh, you texted to us first, and then I heard it in the in the doc that I watched. I think it might have been Slam, where he talked about how like he his first game on varsity as a freshman or whatever it was had like what was it some like thirteen and twenty three or start. something. He came right. in off of the bench and had like thirteen points and twenty three rebounds. Yeah, and then off of the bench. Then, the next game or whatever it was the in the first half you said he had 14 or something and then he started the, the rest bench. of the season yeah and then started the bench and every then started game the for rest the rest of, of his entire life yeah he yeah. just they were like yep this guy is really good and everywhere he goes he's just the best player now so yep yeah we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So another cool thing, um, you know, aside from us, like the cameo in the all access video mm. is we didn't even know this for some reason, but uh, we were nominated for um, Orlando Weekly's uh, Best of Orlando ballot. Uh, we got nominated as Best Local Podcast, which is super, and there was super a hefty, hefty list of podcasts. There was like 30 or 40. Yeah, there's a lot on there. Local. So like now that we know about it, we, we want to win. Like mm-hmm. I would, I, I'm not going to lie to you folks. Like now that we know about it, we, we want to yeah. win. We wish we knew about it sooner because voting's been going on for like a month, but luckily it still goes on for another month. And we know we have like an awesome, you know, listener base and awesome, you know, magic fans that we interact with all the time. So if you guys want to vote for us, which would be amazing, um, you can go to vote.orlandoweekly.com or you can go to orlandoweekly.com and up at the top in their menu, uh, go to best of Orlando ballot. And then they have a lot of different categories. We're underneath the local notables category. 
And then after you're in local notables, you can scroll down and go to best local podcast. And to vote for us, you basically have to scroll all the way down. We're third from the bottom on that list. I don't know how they put this together. It's definitely not in alphabetical order. But uh, yeah, that's just where we're at. So if you guys could vote for us, uh, that would be super, super appreciated. All right, we've got a few corrections from last week. Um, Thank you guys for those of you that uh, reached out and pointed it out to us. So first of all, last week when I was talking about Mo Bamba's qualifying offer being $20 million, that is not correct. That is what his cap hold was set to be. Um, His qualifying offer is is a lot closer to actually $10 million. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Magic decided today that they are not going to extend the qualifying offer to Mo Bamba, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. And then when we were talking about the contracts, you know, decreasing year after year, um, I think I said it was like 20% upon further review. Um, It's actually somewhere between 5% and 8%, depending on like what resource you're looking at, which is super confusing. And I think for Luke and I, just in our weakness being like the collective bargaining agreement and contracts and free agency, it is because the collective bargaining agreement, in my opinion, is one of the most confusing things ever (laughs) in the history of the world like it's not set up for like the common man to just like oh okay this totally makes sense right like you've really got to spend a lot of time on it's a contract right it's a legal binding contract things and that just all i think i this is just a disclaimer for off-season things coming up feel free to like comment and be like oh you guys got this wrong but at the end of the day like i'm not gonna lose sleep over it because we're we both know like jonathan and i both know and put it out there like we're not cap experts we're not keith smith shout out keith smith like we're not we're not him so is what it is we're just doing our best like honestly like we're, we're and those to of get you better. that are those of you that are proud of you those of you, those of you that like really are like if you want to come on the show like let us know because like that is actually would be like possibly a good resource like if you really know your cap stuff it would mm-hmm. it would be helpful but um yeah we are doing our best we're trying to learn more about the cap stuff but it is incredibly confusing and we're doing our best to you know bring along the information to people last thing here uh luke before we get into the mobamba conversation some more of the free agency stuff we do have a brand new patreon this week shout out pv in the mix our newest patron pv baby we shout out all of our new patrons on every single episode so if you guys are interested in getting a special shout out like that on the show you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show we have three separate tiers we're doing things like t-shirt giveaways we always do you know random giveaways throughout the year so you guys you know, will have opportunities to join that kind of stuff as well um, if you're in our also or hall of fame uh, tiers you also have access to our discord channel we're trying to get that up and running it's pretty active but you know definitely the more the merrier in that channel and then we also shout out all of our hall of fame tier patrons every single week and we're going to go ahead and do that right now shout out court cousins armin carson tulo jonathan borges magic player history wiffle ryan singh the distract pra dylan holden mr mikey lil penny brbs creative drum Danimal, Dutto15, Bobby Skinner, and Nate Donnelly. You guys are the real MVPs. You guys are in the Hall of Fame. Luke, today, Kobe Price, friend of the podcast of the Orlando Sentinel, he reported that the Magic were not going to extend the qualifying offer to Mobaba, effectively making him an unrestricted free agent at the start of free agency. Now, this has been confirmed by Bleach Report by Keith Smith, who we just shouted out a second ago, who is now working for Spot Track. Um, 
congratulations, Keith. That dude knows the cap better than anybody I know. Definitely uh, mm-hmm. deserved. But um, yeah, Mo Bamba is set to be a free agent. And I, I tweeted out right after that happened that this doesn't necessarily mean that Mo is gone. It could mean more that they're working on a multi-year deal and mm-hmm. they're going to agree on that at the start of free agency because with the qualifying offer, basically what that is, if you don't sign someone to an extension on their rookie scale contract and they come to the final year, after that, uh, or in the rather the, what is this going to be? This is going to be Mo's fifth year that he's going into was in the 2018 draft so 18 19 20 21 22 so yes this would be the fifth season for mo bamba you can extend the qualifying offer and i think that just pertains to lottery picks i'm again folks foggy (laughs) on the cba here i'm doing the best that i can we're trying to wing this but essentially what the qualifying offer is is an offer that the team can extend to the to the guy coming to the end of his um, you know rookie scale contract, and then at that point, if he signs that, it's just a one year deal. At the end of that one year, he becomes an unrestricted free agent, and the team basically loses like all control that they have over the guys outside of his bird rights. Mm-hmm. Your bird rights is essentially what allows you to exceed the salary cap to re-sign a player to your team. So if Mo Bamba would have got the qualifying offer from the Magic and signed that. Essentially, we'd be going through this all over again next year. Right. You cannot, with the qualifying offer, sign them to a multi-year deal. You have to do that outside of the qualifying offer. So them not giving that to Mo could mean that they're trying to work out a multi-year deal to keep him here long term. It also could mean that they're going to try to sign him to some kind of sign-in trade and trade him elsewhere. Or it could mean, hey, it's been nice knowing you. Best of luck out there. And he could just be a free agent. And the Magic aren't interested in re-signing him. Yep. And uh, Orlando Magic Daily, you know, Philip Rossman Reich just tweeted out essentially that uh, the deadline was, you know, 5 p.m. Eastern today as far as, um, you know, tendering that qualifying offer to Mo Bamba so that he is, will officially become an unrestricted free agent um, for you know, obviously free agency. So it's, uh, you know, I read some reports, uh, I believe maybe yesterday or a couple days ago where Bamba, it was apparent that Bamba is interested in a multi-year deal. He wants to stay in Orlando from what we've heard. He wants to stay there for, you know, a few years. So I, I think that that's something that we can look at. And it's a reason why Jonathan is also alluding to kind of essentially that's why the, the qualifying offer did not get um, offered there today. So with that being said, we will uh, kind of just wait and see as you guys are listening to this. Maybe the news is already broke as to what the direction is going to be with Bamba. If you're listening to this later on Thursday, um, who knows? I'm interested to see kind of what happens. If they've got something in place, things, you know, I, I feel like it would happen quickly. Right, Jonathan, would you agree that, you know, if, if they've got something lined up, it would probably happen sooner rather than later. And if we kind of hear nothing and it just keeps happening uh, for a little bit, then we might start to think like eh, maybe Bamba's walking. Yeah, I think if something happens, it's going to happen relatively quick, you know, between mm-hmm. the two, just because, yeah. you know, it's like the culture here, everything seems like he wants to be here. Like, you know, we just, we heard that Paolo is getting number five, and then we instantly hear that Mo Bamba is changing his number to 11. Right. I feel like if he didn't want to be here, then maybe he doesn't even talk to the team about that. Like, if he knows he's going to be somewhere else, he's going to re-sign somewhere else. Because these 
conversations don't just all of a sudden happen the last couple of days. Like th- these are conversations that have probably been going on like close to a year. Like last mm-hmm. year, there was probably talk about oh, are the Magic going to sign him to an extension, and you know his agent Greer Love probably reached out to the Magic, and they're like, no, we're just going to kind of let it ride out, and then you know the parties, you know, kind of wait until towards the end of the season to start talking about right. this. But there has been at least some communication going on for for quite some time. This isn't something that the Magic woke up and decided today. So yeah, I would expect if Mo is going to stay that something happens pretty quickly. That's usually the case. If you if right. you're going to stay with the team that you're currently with, usually it happens pretty quickly. There are other instances instances especially in terms of like restricted like free agency where like guys will kind of explore and sign an offer sheet, you know, with another team. Like Tobias Harris, I'm pretty sure years ago when he entered restricted free agency, I think he signed an offer sheet with the Kings. And then the Magic matched it to keep Tobias here. I could be remembering that incorrectly. But you've also seen like unrestricted free agents like go out, explore all those other teams, and then decide, you know mm-hmm. what, I want to stick right where I'm at. So, um, But I would say it probably happens pretty quickly. Um, there's also been reports that like the Raptors, Knicks, Lakers, Bulls, Rockets, Heat, and Timberwolves are expected to be interested in Mo Bamba. Now, a few of those teams like don't really make sense, like the Bulls. Unless they're going to move on from Vucevic, right. is Mo Bamba going to sign with the Bulls to back up old Vucci again? <laughs> I don't see that happening. Is he going to go to the Raptors to like compete for the starting center role with like Kem Birch again? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. The that's Lakers not... aren't going to have money like to pay anybody. The Rockets, like n- you know, now they have Alperin Sengun. Is he going to go to Houston just to be a, a-, a backup? Uh, the Knicks. Who knows what the hell the freaking Knicks are doing? The Heat, <laughs> if it happens to be the Heat, you will hear me say, say some mean things about Mo Bamba. People will say, <laughs> if a team doesn't want you, you're free to go wherever you want. That is correct, unless it's the freaking Miami Heat. <laughs> two, two doors down from us. That will not fly. You don't get to leave the Magic and go play for the Heat immediately right after. Maybe a few years, and then you, by happenstance, you end up there. That's one thing. You don't leave Orlando, move to Miami, and be cool with me. That will not happen. Hopefully that's not the case. I would rather see him on any team on planet Earth. I would rather see him play for the Zhangdong Tigers or whoever it is in China (laughs) before he plays for the Miami Heat. So hopefully that doesn't come to fruition. But Mm. how how do you feel about Mo? Like at this point, it feels like we put out a poll today. It was like 71% of Magic fans want the Magic to re-sign Mo Bamba at this point because there doesn't seem like a ton of better options out there. Yeah, I think that's where where I'm at. We talked about it on the last episode, man. You kind of look at that free agent. It's different if it's if it, if it's another free agency class that changes everything. But as far as like the backup center market, especially, it's like what are you gonna do? I mean, the the only report really we've even heard is Isaiah Hartenstein, and so I don't know, man. I, I don't know what's a fun, uh, fun name to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hartenstein. You gotta have that Stein and that Stein. But uh, but yeah, I mean that's really thing. Wagen Dage and Hartenstein perfect it's strong but uh but we'll see I, I don't know i don't i think that at this point i'm on board with just you know bringing back mo obviously if mo's back he probably is coming back under the uh impression that he's going to be the backup so i i think that you know that would mean that he understands and he's going to do that i i'm just kind of surprised i mean he must think that he you know will battle wcj for that starting role throughout the whole year but 
I really don't want to go through that. So I just, I'm very torn, but I think that logically speaking, if you can't get a, a Hartenstein, then might as well just bring Mo back. Yeah, I, I if he comes back to me, it's definitely underneath the understanding that he is the backup. And what it comes down to for me, it, and part of the reason that kind of just goes into the thinking of not extending the qualifying offer to Mo is because like you like remove that cap hold, which again was like $22 million. So it removes almost all the cap space that the magic have to sign other free agents. So if you're looking to re-sign a a Gary Harris or, you know, Mo Bamba and someone else, uh, this gives you the cap space to be able to operate and kind of do that. And we also got news to the cap was coming in a little bit higher, like $1.6 million higher than what was expected. So the magic have it by estimations, you know, different people have different numbers, but somewhere between like 27 and just under $30 million in cap in projected cap space mm-hmm. this off season. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens for me. You know, Jeff Weltman always talks about continuity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't want too many guys to be out the door. Like at some point we expect Terrence Ross to be gone. If Gary Harris isn't coming back, if Robin Lopez isn't coming back, right. like, you know, you do want to keep a good amount of continuity on this roster. And I'm just, I, I still think as, as good as the culture has been the last year, it's only been a year. I don't know that one year is enough for me to be like, oh yeah, we're good now. We can just start like interchanging parts and the culture is going to be totally fine. And I do think that Mo Bamba is like, is important to the culture here. Like you can say whatever you want about his effort and like his consistency, just in terms of like a locker room guy, they all love Mo Bamba. Mm -hmm. And I know that maybe that's not the most important thing in the world, but like you talk about Cole, you talk about Jalen, you talk about, you know, Chuma, especially he's, in one of Chuma's like upcoming music videos, they all love Mo Bamba. Cole, Anthony, and Mo have been friends for a really long time, and especially if you're going to keep Cole here for the rest of the year, which we all think. I, outside of that, I really don't know, but I think it's I think it's still important to keep most of this locker room intact, like at least for one more year, mm-hmm. and and not saying oh like just run it back for the sake of running back. But I I do think if you start disrupting the roster too much at this point there is a chance to kind of lose some of that culture especially if you're you don't necessarily bring in the right guys yeah yeah i think it's uh it's a tricky it's a tricky thing i think there's just so many components when it comes to mo and and we don't know what those conversations have been like but it sounds like he wants to come back which tells me he understands his role and they've kind of hammered that down, I'm sure, especially if it's going to be a multi-year deal. I'm just hoping that, you know, if it is a multi-year deal, it's something that's reasonable. Um, it's something that is tradable, it, that this team is very young and, and the, the cream is going to rise to the top for sure. And you got to be able to deal with those contracts and have favorable ones. And after that Dell contract that, that he has, that this front office agreed to with him, I trust that this front office is going to sign him to a good number not one that's too much. Um, and then I do believe, and again, prefacing, I don't know much of anything about Cap, but I believe that uh, Philip Rossman Reich of Orlando Magic Daily was talking about on Twitter today that the Magic have to spend like 90% or something like that of of essentially the, the cap. cap floor. Yeah, the cap floor. So, And the floor is what, like 120 something? 
and they're at 92 as, I'm gonna look as it, it right is now. right now. You so, keep talking. Yeah, I think that right now, I think it was like they're at 91 or 92, and then you have to... It's, yeah, it's 90% of the salary cap they'd have to spend. Right, and the cap is going to ideally be, not ideally, but presumptively be like 121 or 122. So we'll see. They've got to spend money, essentially, is what it boils down to. So if you see Mo gets a little bit more than you're comfortable with, it's probably just to do with the fact that they're trying to do that um, and meet those numbers and, and do what they can. So it, you had a good tweet today. Is basically, if, if you trusted the Magic front office yesterday, then trust them today. And that, yeah, nothing, to me, is nothing has changed. No, and you're still going to trust them through it. And they are great at you know drawing up those contracts, coming to the agreements that is good for both sides. I trust this front office. If they resign Mo, I don't blame them. I take a look at the draft class. And I'm like, yeah, of course, like it makes sense. I'm not a big Mo guy, but when it comes down to it, he's you could do a lot worse for a backup center. And I just want to come back to this. Like, I'm not saying that like the you know disrupting the the team chemistry should be like the most important thing. It, to me, it's like one of the last things that they should worry about, especially as it pertains to Mo. Yeah, but I do think it should be a factor into the decision making. And just going back to your point about Wendell Carter, you know, the four-year, fifty million dollar deal that he signed last year, which again decreases yeah. year over a year. Um, the reports from rival executives last year that it was going to be like four years, like seventy-five million dollars, and we were all like, "What? Seventy? Mm-hmm. It was like seventy or seventy-five million dollars?" And we're like, "Like we like Wendell, but seventy plus million dollars like what is going on there and we we're like you know it's it's a little early now let's say we sign him to like a one-year deal and yeah. then he plays the way he did this year oh. this year i could i could understand signing him to like a four-year 70 plus million dollar deal. i think you're paying him more too uh, uh, probably you're probably right yeah but last year when we said okay it's too early we were right about that and the thing about if you are you know signing mobamba to like a a big deal one, it's probably going to be decreasing like year over year, and money to the magic, like especially this year, is not really important whatsoever. Like even if they get pretty close to the salary cap, I don't think it's a big deal because of the fact that a lot of these guys are, you know, they're going to be able to move a lot of these guys. So if if they need to get off of contracts and go after like a big fish, they're going to do everything they can to maintain that flexibility. So when the right opportunity presents itself, they can capitalize on that. So, really, the only guy that has been tied to the Magic in free agency, if it's not Mo Bamba that's resigning, which I still, I think we both agree is still probably the most likely instance, mm-hmm. especially for like the backup center role, is the Clippers' Isaiah Hartenstein. And we're going to talk about him just a little bit here. So, um, he's been in the league for four seasons now. He's played for Houston, he's played for Denver, he's played for Cleveland. Um, and each one of those stints didn't play like a, a crazy amount um, in his second year in the league in between um, Houston and Denver played a total of, let's see, like 46 games. Yeah. Um, no, that was uh, Denver and Cleveland. Excuse me. That was last season, the 2020, 2021 mm-hmm. season, 46 games last season played 68 games as the backup center uh, this past year for the Los Angeles Clippers. Average 8.3 points per game, 4.9 rebounds, 2.4 assists, 1.1 blocks, shot 62% from the floor, 46% from the three line from the three-point line, but it was only on 0.4 attempts. So not a crazy big sample size for him, but at least it's shown some potential there. Now there's all kinds of crazy defensive metrics 
um just in terms of like um like his his rim protection he's like one of the the best um like stats like since like 2013 in terms of like rim protection this year um you know the the film shows that he can be somewhat of a versatile defender occasionally you know playing guys out on the wing he's not going to be like a you know drew holiday or anything like that out there like the guy's a center but um shown flashes just in terms of rim protection and even a little bit of playmaking like the the passing tape on isaiah is actually gets me excited if that is the move i don't think like the you know almost you know 40 something per you know the what was it for almost 47 percent from the three-point line i don't think that <laughs> is realistic like no, right now for his career yeah he's right now he's sitting at 38 percent on point three attempts you're not gonna like once every three games he's taking a three i wouldn't even say he's a better shot like a better three-point shooter than mo bamba right now no shot but it's it's exciting that you know the potential for him to grow into that could be there young but what really gets me excited about him is like the rim protection yeah the playmaking the defensive versatility high motor which is something that people have you know ragged on mo bamba about so but there's a lot of speculation you know he is in terms of like the backup center market he's one of the most like highly touted targets for quite a number of teams uh there's you know i mean i know that the clippers are perhaps signing john wall which is crazy to think about as well that he's going to be there with paul george and Kawhi, and who knows what's going to happen there they just gave avita zubats a new deal there in in la or they're going to at the start of free agency. It's just all reported so far. Mm. Um, but maybe he still ends up in LA. Who really knows? I don't know that it's incredibly likely that he ends up here. We've already talked about the fact that we think it's probably going to be Mobamba. But if it's not, and they can get Isaiah here, he's German. We've got Franz. <laughs> we've got Moritz. I don't want to say like is less German, but he's not like native German. Like his parents are, I think his father is German. Um, I think his father was like a, you said he was like a German coach and played professionally overseas. I think you said before we started recording. So, you know, it's, it's exciting to think about. I think it's a really good option. If it's not Mo, I think my preference would still be that it's Mo, but you know, it's exciting that the magic are, you know, potentially bringing in a, a somewhat sought after free agent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think we'll, you know, time will tell, obviously, as we go into the day today. But um, it it will be interesting. I'm interested to see if 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 Mo does walk or it's a sign and trade, which would be the expected route for sure. And then uh, to see what you know Isaiah Hartenstein kind of gets in terms of if it is with the Magic. So I don't know. He's coming off a year where I think he made just like a million. Um, but like I said, he's still young. Who knows kind of what the market will be for him. Just but, a million. Yeah, just a measly million. So I don't know, man. Um, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a, a fun day. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to think straight. So did you say that like you, you, you think it's most likely that we sign and trade Mo? Like you think that's more li- or did I, am I hearing you? Did I mishear you? No, I just mean in general. Like I don't think that they just let him walk. I think it's going to be that he gets signed and stays, oh. or it's a sign and trade. I would say right. that he gets signed, um, much like you think. So, uh, but if he does, I think it is a sign and trade route. At least I would hope. I just think there's just, like there's so much worse you could do as a, a backup center than Mo Bamba. 
Yeah. You know, like the, the biggest knock on Mo is like, oh, he gets kind of pushed around down low. Being the backup five, you're not going to be going against Embiid. You're not going to be going against uh, Jokic and, you know, Steven Adams and Jonas Valanciunas and Nurkic and like some of these other big centers. And he, the kid can still shoot. He's still a great rim protector. Mm-hmm. He still has value. You know, he knows what the Magic are going to ask of him. He's familiar with all the guys. He's good for, you know, the, the chemistry. Everybody on the team likes him. So there's much worse that you could do for, for Mo Bamba. Um, but I will say, if he's re-signed, I don't expect him to be here any more than another year or maybe two. Like, even if it's a three- or four-year deal, I don't think he's here no. for the, the length of the next contract. Especially if, if Dell continues to improve, as we think, right? I just think that... Mo is going to eventually get to him where he's like, no, I'm, I'm better than just a backup center in this league. And I want to try to go prove it. So I could see that happening too. So it, it's interesting. I don't know what's going on between the ears of Mo Bamba. What, you know, what Greer Love is telling him as his agent. I have no idea, but I would love to know. Um, but I just, I, I have no idea what that's the future is going to look like for Mo, but you know, regardless of what happens, you know, wish him the best. Yeah, and then, you know, just in a, a couple of years here, you know, at really the end of next year, you have to decide on Cole Anthony, Chuma Okiki, and RJ Hampton, you know, whether or not you want to sign those guys to extensions or if you want to let them get to restricted free agency, you know, in the, the summer of 2024. So, um, you know, that's something to keep in mind as well. You know, Philip Rossman Reich actually um, said this on his podcast today or yesterday, like, you know, coming down the road, there are some bills due. So you've got to have that cap flexibility to retain those guys if you want to, or if you want to retain those assets just to be able to trade them and swap them for other assets down the line. There's so much to think about being a, a GM. And I know they have like cap experts in every single front office, but I, we say this every week. I don't envy these guys whatsoever for the decisions they have to make and how much crap they have to balance to try to keep a team competitive and build it for the future. I, I would never sleep. I would have a heart attack at 35 years old <laughs> if I was working for one of these teams. It's it's honestly really crazy, all the stuff that... Oh, my gosh. Grueling schedule. And then, and then you could be a GM and you think you're doing the right thing. You're putting a super team together of... KD, Harden, and, and and Kyrie Irving. The next thing you know, Harden wants out, and Kyrie right. Irving won't get the shot, so he can't play, and then he doesn't know if he wants to opt in, and then he's like the leader of tomorrow all of a sudden, <laughs> opting into his contract. Just the most bizarre thing ever. And then Laker fans are like, oh my gosh, we're getting Kyrie for $8 million next year, and then all of a sudden he hops in at like his 40 freaking million dollar contract. <laughs> you guys never had a chance in the hell to get Kyrie, man. It's just so funny. Uh, but anyways, free agency basically starts tomorrow at six o'clock. Um, and then I'm still kind of cloudy on the moratorium. Has the league actually even came out and said that free agency starts tomorrow? Cause I've been hearing kind of mixed signals on that. that well, you see it that, might yeah. start at six o'clock. It might start on midnight of July 1st. Is there, a, I'm going to look it up right now. I think they like both mean something, but I, I really don't know because you've seen like, People say, I think Keith Smith was like, he'll become an unrestricted, Mo Bamba will become an unrestricted free agent July 1st. So I don't know what any of it means. Like I said, I'm not going to act like I know what that means. And, you know, you guys can let this us know. Sportingnews.com. It, it says the uh, free agency will officially open Thursday, June 30th at 6 p.m. So up until yesterday, when I was looking, there still wasn't anything right. like 
in set in stone on that. I'm looking up when the moratorium ends uh, for this free agency period. So the moratorium period ends July 6th. So that's when teams can officially start to sign guys is going to be July 6th at 12.01 in the afternoon Eastern time. So we're going to hear all of these different, you know, agreements starting tomorrow at six o'clock, but they can't sign until July 6th, which is, I never worried about this Mm -hmm. until the DeAndre Jordan thing happened years ago. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like anything can happen. Even though a guy, uh, uh, you know, agrees to terms with a team, he's got basically like six days to change his mind. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's just terrifying. I don't like that one bit. No, especially like if you're you, happy you with that hands, signing. You should be able to. You should be able to sign sign on the dotted line. Back in our day, all it took was a handshake. That's right, baby. <laughs> all right, Luke. Tomorrow's free and see if anything crazy happens. You know, we'll set up an emergency podcast. Um, I mean, we've talked about this. I don't know what is really in the cards for the Magic that could right warrant an emergency podcast like maybe if they happen to sign anthony simons maybe that because people are going to go nuts about that mm-hmm. um unless it's a crazy big free agent signing or if it's a crazy trade mm-hmm. like we saw today with the hawks and the spurs Dejounte murray now going to the atlanta hawks for dallano yep. gallinari and i think it's like three or three four or plan four. picks but yeah. whatever but anyways look i think that's going to do it for us this week yep that's all uh all all i got on the free agency. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys are listening to the Six Man Show. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com